Welcome back to I Want Business, the small business podcast. We are back in action, episode three. I'm Craig. This is David. Hey, everybody. We've got our producer extraordinaire, Brian, in the building as well. We are recording from our office in Winter Springs, Florida. This episode, we're going to talk about the difference between LLCs, S-Corps, C-Corps. You're starting a business. You want to know the difference. We're going to try to help you figure that out. We're also going to discuss our tool of the episode in just a moment. We're going to have a little fun trivia as well. But now that you know what we're going to get into, David's going to hit you with HubSpot, our tool of the episode. Yeah, Craig. So a lot of people know HubSpot as a incoming or it's a... It's, it's to help kind of market your business, but there's a really cool free tool that they offer that you don't even have to sign up with their service and you can use, and we use it, and it's called HubSpot Sales, and it plugs into Gmail, it plugs into Outlook, and what's really cool about those two things, one I absolutely love, and one that I know you absolutely love, uh, and that is the tracking of knowing if somebody opens your email. Oh, I do love it. It's great. I mean, you, you check a little checkbox, you send the email, and then sometimes three seconds later, somebody's already opened up your email and you know that it's been viewed. Then sometimes they don't open up the email, so you kind of know that your follow-up with them is going to be way different. I love that aspect of it. The other part is the scheduling. So it offers that you can now have a email go out the next day, a couple days later, maybe you know, in the evening, maybe type something up on the weekend, have it send Monday morning. That way, you know, it's in their inbox and doesn't get lost. I was pretty resistant to this at first. I'm not going to lie. Again, David and I have been business partners for about a decade here, and he always gets the new tech stuff, and it's never my thing. But he won me over with this one, and I'll give you two examples of why. So the opening up of the email, at first I was like, why do I need to know that? Why do I care? I don't, I sent it. Who cares? Clients of ours would not get back to us over time. And he would show me that going back to this and seeing, well, did they even open it? He kept asking it to me. And I said, I have no idea. What are you talking about? How would I know? And he said, the HubSpot. I told you about the HubSpot. Loaded in. It was, I believe it was uh, a Chrome extension. Is yeah, that what I had to do? Okay. Exactly. So what that is, and for any lay people that might be listening, we I use Google Chrome as my browser and I love it. So there are these extensions that you add on and it can do more functions. And again, this was one of those things that I was resistant to in the beginning, but I added this HubSpot function and immediately it was showing me when a client or even my wife opened an email. So I knew that they had received the proposal or she got the message I sent about our upcoming trip. Whatever it was, I was like, okay, finally, I'm starting to get, it's almost like you're having that conversation with the person and you didn't have to get them to actually call you. That's what, I guess, why we're all texting these days anyway. So I'm getting that receive notice and I don't have to reach out to them about it. Now, the also kind of cool fact, they don't know necessarily that that's happening, but it's a fun way for us to kind of take that next level. The scheduling helped me out in a whole different way. So with the, I think we talked about this in either episode one or two, the trivia business that we have, we generate all the trivia and we have all these questions and it was hard to remember to send it out at the same time every week and every day. So what David started telling me, he's like, well, why don't you schedule it? So we went through that whole conversation again of what do you mean? What are you talking about? I can't do that. He says, HubSpot does that. I had forgotten what that was at this point. And then said, what do you mean? How do I do it? He said, click the little clock 
And it was just that simple because it was because I had already done the Chrome extension. It was already built into Gmail. I said, what little clock? Oh, there's a little clock right next to send. This is literally how it went down. It was weeks ago. It wasn't even that long ago. I hit the clock. It lets me schedule the email up to two weeks out. And my mind was blown. So in, insert blown mind sound effect here. But I was able to schedule out trivia a week later for what was going out and make sure that email goes to all the hosts and everyone that needs it a week in advance. And that's part of my goal. We're trying to get two weeks ahead. This tool was enabling me to do that without having to set 15 reminders of, don't forget to set your email. Don't forget to send this email. Don't forget to send that email. HubSpot was taking care of it for me. Oh yeah, it's it's great on the weekends. It's great on on kind of getting a, a, a solid schedule down, and and overall, it's it's so easy to integrate, and it's literally just a checkbox, and it will now send you kind of reminders or or send you uh, updates on when somebody opens it. You know, I definitely sent some important emails that never got open. It turns out just got you know lost in their email box, and you know, but instead of thinking that we had lost a client. It was just a, oh, actually, I've been, you know, busy and I missed it. Uh, you know, can you resend it again? What a great opportunity to just kind of know what's going on in a busy world of email. It just kind of helps you out. And I know the, the free one that they offer has uh, maybe, I don't know what the current number is. Maybe it's 200, maybe it's 300 kind of tracking sends that you can do. I think the scheduling is like unlimited. You know, if you got to do more than that, you might be able to, uh, you know, spend a couple bucks. But but I think, you know, small business getting started, you know, it can't hurt to, to know what's going on. Absolutely. Keeping a pulse on the messages you have sending out, a priceless step in the beginning of your business. So that's our tool of the episode, HubSpot, the free version where you can schedule you can know who's opening your emails. Again, HubSpot has a whole wealth of other things, but this is, we're always going to try to give you a free asset for you to use to grow your business. Coming up next in our deep dive, we're going to talk about LLCs and corporations. Which one is right for you? I Want Business is brought to you by Tasty Trivia. www.tastytriviaorlando.com. Orlando's best live trivia. Welcome back to I Want Business, the small business podcast. We're going to get deep and we're going to dive. LLCs, corporations, what is the difference? Which one is right for you? Let's learn. So much, so much to talk about. We kind of brushed over this, I think, in episode... Uh, 1.5. 1.5. Right. No, it was somewhere between episode one and two we mentioned it. We definitely mentioned it. And, um, you know, some of the feedback that we, we definitely got was, you know, we need more. Craig, David, give me more. <laughs> people so, wanted more. You want lovely more. people. Yeah, which is great. And and I'm really happy to kind of provide a little bit more and really, you know, kind of talk about some of the pros and cons I think are really cool. So so let's really talk about what 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 is an LLC, Craig? Ooh, LLC stands for Limited Liability Company, Corporation. The C is irrelevant. You could have it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So it stands for Limited Liability Company. And when you're talking about companies, so let's go over some of the, the base things you can have. You can have a sole proprietorship, you can have a general partnership, and those are things where you don't need to quite incorporate. Then you get into where you actually have to file some paperwork, the LLC, that limited liability company, the S corporation, and the C corporation. For the sake of this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about LLCs. David's our corporate man. He's got experience in that corporate world. Now, one of the things to, to kind of start with is say, why do I need to do any of this? 
Because you can start a sole proprietorship or a general partnership with very little work, very little paperwork, and very little money. And you could file those and have it for taxation purposes. The biggest thing about why we, we caution against doing that is liability. It happens to be in the word of LLC. And what that means is, are you at risk? Risk for money, risk for your livelihood, risk for your assets. What an LLC can do the biggest thing is protect your assets. Now, it has a lot of advantages, but not being held personally responsible for debts and liabilities is huge. And that's one of the things that the LLC does for you. Pass-through taxation. This is kind of a term that I think you may even hear uh, David bring up for the corporations. But what that means, pass-through taxation means that the LLC is not going to pay those taxes at the business level. Income or loss gets reported on the owner's personal returns, and it's then taxed at that individual level. That's a good thing because you don't more want to get hit with those capital gains or those huge business taxes. You want it to come down to whatever level you're at as a individual. So again, big things here for you. The LLC is going to protect you so that if you go into debt or if you have anything against you, it's only against the business. doesn't come after your personal home, your personal car, your personal bank accounts. Only monies that you invested in the business would feasibly be at risk. And of course, you're only getting taxed on the money that comes through on your personal. So again, I'm going to give you a personal example of that. I've got an LLC. We do business. Money's coming in. Money's going out. We pay payroll. We buy equipment. All of those things come off the business income. So now when the accountant puts what I'm at, I guess, taxed for, it is what's left. It's not the total amount of sales. It's everything that gets taken in minus all those expenses. Then there's a business income and that gets added on to my personal taxes on a 1040. So again, for those of you that aren't as familiar with taxing in general, 1040 is your pretty standard personal tax form. So when you do your taxes every, maybe it's April, maybe March, you're going to run a 1040. And if you have an LLC, you're running it through that way as well. The LLC can have its own taxation, but your business income goes in and you want to get taxed at that individual rate. And again, not at that huge rate. So the flexibility with an LLC, you can also be moving money through ownership. What I mean by that is how you can be paid. Corporations, as David's going to tell you, have a lot more strict rules on how you can pay your owners. LLC, super flexible. I'm an owner myself, so I want that flexibility to how am I going to get my money? Is it going to come directly to me? Does it have to come in shares of stock? And that's one of the disadvantages to a corporation. So there's no restrictions on your ownership in an LLC. You don't have to worry about what class you're in. There are classes of corporations, the S, the C. So the big key here for when you're making these decisions is how much risk are you willing to take? So give me a little bit, David, of information about some of the corps I've gotten. Kind of scratch the surface of the LLC, that li limited liability company, s protecting the assets of the people and having flexibility. The LLC side of things is is a good kind of starting point when that business is kind of getting going. Mm -hmm. Usually, um, there there's a lot more kind of accounting uh, needs for that S corp, C corp, corporation side of things. So you're already kind of talking about a little bit more out of pocket expenses for your business. 
But if you're already making that that income, chances are um, to protect you and to protect what you're doing, that S-Corp, C-Corp option, it makes a little bit more sense. Um, there's definitely the, you know, kind of those pros and cons of the corporation that, that are key. And I would say that starting off as a LLC is a good way to get going and then looking kind of down the road, you know, where, where are your taxes at? Who are you paying? How big is your company grown to? And then seeing if an S Corp, C Corp kind of makes sense. I mean, if you have that killer idea and you're already getting investors going, you know, maybe you start as an S Corp, C Corp, but you already know because you probably already have that flood of money coming in. Wouldn't you say that the, the C Corp would be almost that, that big structure, that that what you almost imagine a corporate structure would be, wouldn't you agree with that, or am I off base? No, it's definitely there because that it's it's all about the taxation, right? So a lot of the LLC side of things is very fluid through through taxes, through management are all kind of the same in an LLC. When you start getting into S and C corps, you know things start changing from how your management structure can be, or your like you know upper echelon of owners, what that looks like in an LLC versus what it looks like in a in a, a corporation S or C. Now with the S or C, you're actually probably talking about board of directors, yeah. versus like your owners that are in charge. And that's a big problem for for small businesses when you're when you're starting out. You might have just yourself, maybe one partner, maybe your mom, whoever it is that's helping you out. You certainly don't have 100 owners. You're not ready to sell stock. And really where these corporation elements come in, especially the C-Corp, is that's how you get your funding. You sell stock. You open things up and you bring people in as a part of the company. So again, we want to give you the information of what these are and what they do. But the biggest thing for you to know as you're starting a small business is unless you've already got that arsenal of team members that are going to be part of ownership or maybe a huge venture capitalist amount of money coming in, it definitely looks like LLC is going to be the best option to get something off the ground. I mean, yeah, the LLC is going to be a great start. Um, and as well as knowing that, you know, there's other strict guidelines too into doing an S Corp. So if you're still open up a business and you're not, you got to be a U.S. citizen to be an S Corp or resident here. So that's kind of a key point, you know, that you might be here in the States, but you haven't yet opened up anything. Um, you know, as I said, there's, there's, there's more strict guidelines, you know, in, 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 you know, having your S Corp or C Corp, you know, again, you're going to have to have, you know, um, less than 100 shareholders to be an S Corp. Um, you know, that C Corp would be more. So again, you're starting small, probably going to start as that S Corp. And then as you grow, you'll probably, you know, kind of turn to that C Corp. The key term for me that comes up every time we're talking about the differences is flexibility. LLC offers you the most flexibility while still protecting you. You still get some of that pass through taxation with an S Corp. In fact, again, to give you some a relationship to it. Um, some personal friends of mine work through an S-Corp versus an LLC because, again, it has that same pass-through taxation that goes to them but allows them the ability to scale differently. Whereas with an LLC, I, especially in terms of our business and what we know is we're not looking to sell stocks. Mm-hmm. We're not looking to, to grow the company that way. We're organically doing it ourselves. Well, mo- so big yeah. difference there. Well, most most S corps already have a solid gross profit. So what happens is with an S corp, you're able to move those gross profits out 
at a different, not taxing the same way as an LLC. With an LLC, you're kind of stuck in the tax world as pretty much paying taxes on a gross that you make. In an S-Corp or C-Corp, you kind of move some of those monies out of that were profits that you're not having to pay tax on. So if you know that you're going to make a solid amount of gross profit that year, you know, going to an S-Corp really makes sense taxation-wise. Absolutely. And that's a big key. If, if you're scaling up and you're doing big things, S-Corp should be definitely on your radar, especially because the big disadvantage to an LLC is that growth potential. You certainly can't sell any stock to attract any investors. That's the way LLCs are. You cannot do that with it. They can be actually treated differently state to state. So that's kind of a big thing, whereas the corporation, you have access federally that way when you're a S-Corp or C-Corp, whereas LLC you might be treated differently in Florida than you are in Georgia. And, and it's key for you to know that. And what some companies will do is actually have multiple LLCs because that's one of the ways they want to protect themselves. I mean, just as a, a fun fact, Chrysler actually operates as an LLC. When Fiat bought them, they have hmm. FCA US LLC. So that's to protect huge amounts of money. They made a huge investment in a car company. That's just one concept. Most of them work as corporations. I mean, the biggest of the big, you're going to see them as corporations, but there are still benefits. Again, with that growth potential for you, you got to really look. And I think growth is the way you determine. How are you going to grow? How fast are you going to grow? You can always open up a S-Corp down the road and kind of either absorb the LLC, what have you. You know what I mean? You can make those kind of flexible changes. Yeah, yeah. One other fun fact I just wanted to throw in, because I, I love this, is that one of the, I guess he is currently the richest guy in the world, Bill Gates, His one of his investment companies, he operates, again, under an LLC, and they own a stake in John Deere, like the tractors, Coca-Cola. They even own a stake in Berkshire Hathaway, and again, that LLC is used in that case so that it will never trickle back to his personal finances. So again, not right for every situation, but certainly something to look at, how you're going to build, what you're going to do. Our recommendation out of the gate, I think we both agree on this, look at LLC. Absolutely. We talked about the way to get it started, I believe in episode two. It definitely was two. two. Definitely two. In the state of Florida, you go to sunbiz.org. You can use LegalZoom. You can use bizfilings.com. They'll help you. Once you get that Articles of Incorporation, which is what you need, an LLC has that Articles of Incorporation, you're just that much closer to legitimacy and that much closer to running your business and growing it the way you need to to add employees, pay proper taxing, and grow to be very successful. Yeah, well, and, and it's state by state. So you'll register, in, for example, being Clarity Creative Group, we, we registered here as an LLC in Florida. Now, when it comes to state by state, if we were to open up in another state, we have to register there as That's well. That's right. This is not a federal thing. This is more kind of state in terms of how your your your, your articles of incorporation, which is, is kind of a big deal as much as like we live in this, you know, uh, you know, country where you can move around anytime. It's, it's, it, there isn't kind of incorporation state by state level that you would have to worry about, especially in the LLC world. When it comes down to it, you got to figure out how you want to pay your taxes. Do you want a little bit more flexibility? If so, LLC is definitely the answer. If you're looking to get big or you already are coming into the situation with some serious gross profit, S-Corp makes a lot of sense. Makes sense. And again, I don't think any C-Corp individuals will be necessarily listening to the small business podcast, but there are ways that you can start really small and then become a mega giant. So hopefully we were able to impart some LLC 
S-Corp, C-Corp wisdom on you. Coming up next, we're going to talk briefly in our trivia segment and see if I can stump David or David can stump me. Let's see what we got coming up next on I Want Business. I Want Business is brought to you by Podcasting Done Right. Let's create your podcast identity. www.podcastingdoneright.com Welcome back to I Want Business. It is trivia time. I was losing. Therefore, I changed the format. I was 0 for 2. Wasn't doing well. The format is different. Our producer extraordinaire from Podcasting Done Right, Brian Fritz, is with us in the office. Feel free to say hello, Brian. Hello. He's here. (laughs) He beat me, and that put me in a place that I didn't like. So the format has changed. David and I are going to attack one another. Three questions. Any question that cannot be answered, of course, we are open arms to see if Brian knows it for moral points. But no longer will he defeat me with the one to zero, which is my current standing. I know that. So in other words, you can only defeat yourself at this point. That's right. Okay. I will not be defeated by, by others. Our producer extraordinaire. All right. Nor, well, I, technically you can defeat me. You'll just lose to yourself. So I'll get things started. I'm going to hit David with three questions and we'll see how many of them he gets. I'm going to do a pretty bad job of keeping a all-time tally. I'll make it up as we go, basically, because next episode we're going to do three more questions and we'll see what happens. Those questions may have nothing to do with business, but these do. All right. Three questions. I think at least the formula of this question writing is going to be helpful for David, but we'll see. I think he's going to hit me with awful stuff that I'm not going to know, but I'll give it a go. Wow. Number one, according to Forbes, of the biggest companies in the world, three Chinese banks are at the top due to they have huge assets, like trillions of dollars. But which company out of Cupertino has the lead in sheer profits over $50 billion last year alone? There was a key hint in that question. Cupertino. Oh, my goodness. What do you think? I'm going to like that if, if you don't get this right, I'm going to like it. It's a Chinese. I didn't say that. I said of the biggest companies in the world, the top three are Chinese banks. But which company out of Cupertino? Cupertino. Cupertino's in California. Yes, I figured that. And if you remember where you might have heard of Cupertino, you would get this right. I've heard of Brian is ready for the steal on this. Cupertino? I don't know. He might not be. He's uh, I, I'm Bank of America. Bank of America is a good guess, except it's a terrible guess. What I'm going to do for you is I'm going to open up my weather app on the iPhone, and I'm going to wonder why it always has Cupertino first. That's Apple. Apple is headquartered in Cupertino, California. If you ever open up your weather app the first time you get your phone, it's going to say Cupertino. Oh. And not Orlando or LA or wherever you are, because they do that. Just like they gave you that U2 album and you didn't want it, yeah. they give you Cupertino's weather even though you didn't want it. All right, I, I like this. David now. is 0 for 1, uh. even though I gave him Apple, one of his favorites. Number two, according to Business Insider, what percentage of small businesses survive past five years? Is it 25%, 50%, or 65% that make it past five years? What do you think, David? Uh, I, I mean, I'm... I would hope it was higher, but I'm going to go with 25%. How many do you think, Brian? I'm going to agree with David on this one. Ooh. 100%. David's 0 for 2, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. 
of this businesses survive past five years. 50. So it's a 50-50 shot. That's good. That's good. I'm, I feel a lot better about that number. That's good. I was being really negative. 70 per- glass, You were being kind of negative. Both half, of you were being negative. half empty type of. 70% of businesses make it past the two-year mark. But then there's that drop. Five years is tough. So we should feel good that we've been doing stuff for 10 years. Yeah. We should feel very good about that. I'm in that 50%. You should feel really bad about how you're doing in trivia. Uh, I not, think, not 50%. But I gave you Apple. I thought you had that. Okay, so number three, another multiple choice. According to SBA.gov, Small Business Administration. Good website. How many small businesses are there in the United States, which account for 54% of all sales in America? Is it 16 million, 28 million, or 35 million? That sounds like a lot, but it's one of those. I'm going with 28 million. On the board, David, yes. solid. One to two. I didn't put up One a goose egg. One and two. You did not goose egg. Yeah. I am nervous about goose egging. 28 million. Would you have gone 28 million, Brian? I'll take the, the highest choice there. The highest? Yeah. See, the thing for me that got crazy about this one is I'm like, well, there's only 370 million people, so is there like a business per 10 people? And maybe there is. Obviously, it's more than that. So it's 28 huge. million businesses. Again, that counts everything. That counts your small business that you're doing as a hobby. Counts the ones that become a full living. So David got one out of three. And hopefully you caught a little knowledge on Apple on that one. Let's see me blank this out. I'm uh, feeling it. Are you ready, Craig? I'm not ready. No, I didn't make them as difficult as you did. Now I really want to Those go were back difficult? And, and make them. Yeah, it was kind of it's kind of out there. I gave you Apple. You're an Apple uh, guy. Yeah. I don't know. Cupertino? You didn't see it. It's going to haunt me now every time I look at my phone. Thanks. Okay, ready? Trivia question one. This Korean electronics company changed its name in 1995, condensing it from Lucky and Golf Star Company to... That's LG. LG. That's LG. That's unfair because I've asked that as a trivia question at my events, but I will take the one point. I will. I will absolutely take that point. I have a feeling now all I've done is just duplicate some of your questions. You might have. Uh Uh-oh. All right, so Craig got one. You're tied with me. Let's see if I can stump him on the next one. Here we go. This will All be right. big for me. This world-famous packing company was founded by two teenagers with a bike and $100 borrowed from a friend. Packing. You said packing. I said packing. Packing company. Packing, shipping. Oh. Shipping is different. So packing there's two shipping. big ones. Packing shipping. It's one of the two big ones, isn't it? It might be. Tell me. You don't know. No, I don't know. I'm not so going to give you that. There's two and a this half a... big ones. Two friends, a bike. Oh. I'll go FedEx. Wrong. Damn it. It was the other one. It's the brown one. The UPS. I wanted to go UPS. <laughs> I was going to put almost a brand and or tan reference in there, but uh, don't I took do it. it out no. when your questions were hard. The three big ones were DHL, FedEx, and UPS. And I just didn't know the origin story. Yeah, that's pretty cool. My, I mean, to think how they, they started with $100 borrowed. And, I love that. And turned into to, you know one of the largest or the largest uh, you know private shipping companies. That's pretty awesome. Crazy. Good story. Not a good point for me. No, no, not good. All right. On to question three. Tied with me so far. Let's see if you get this one. Ah, I need it bad. Damn. All right. This famous ice cream company originally planned to open up a bagel shop until they realized how expensive the equipment would be. What ice cream brand... Did this duo become? Unfortunately, I think I do know this. Ben and Jerry's. That is correct. Ben and Jerry's. Again, another one that, again, my trivia experience comes through. And really, that is why I changed the format. Didn't like losing. (laughs) 
two. You, you knew that I was one. just going to give you such such softballs. Those aren't softballs, but I think I really like the UPS question because it shows you that there are humongous companies out there that started from nothing. And what we're trying to do here on this show, I want business small business podcast is show you that you can do it too. Hopefully today you've learned a little bit about the difference between LLC and S corps. You've learned that HubSpot can help you with your business, and you've learned that I'm better at trivia than David for this episode. We'll see you next time on I Want Business.